2: Today I'm joined by the charming and ridiculously talented Mike Wessels, host of My Best Friends Journal, a show that has repeatedly been named Oprah's favourite podcast.
0: Not the Oprah you're thinking of, a different Oprah, Mike's friend Oprah.
2: Shush, don't ruin it. This is Probably True, stories of queer life and even queerer sex. Please be aware that this podcast contains strong language and adult themes.
0: It would be boring without them. So when we were first chatting about a lesson I've learned, I thought about this, about the very long, painful lesson of coming out, which is it's so unfortunate because I really, the only pain and drama was caused by myself. Nobody cared. Nobody ever cared. And I made it so that it it was uh, something that could have been like a prick. And instead I made it like a, a machete wound, you know? So it starts my first boyfriend when I was like 14 years old. My brother was in his grade. He was two years older than me. Um, so, this guy was 17, Escandalo. Yeah. And he happened to know my brother, but just kind of like in passing, we went to a really big high school. Uh, side note, he was that first, um, you know, beach in a car where you kind of um, understand what it's all about and what it tastes like and what it feels like. I remember doing that with him, parked outside of my house, and then like running into my home and using mouthwash and gargling and being like, mortified and horrified it took it took like a few attempts to be like okay this is enjoyable anyway that's neither here nor there it's my, an acquired taste yes it didn't take too long to acquire yes but it was there it's like uh cheap beer in college you, you get into it eventually my brother was in his grades so they just kind of knew of each other and my brother knew that this was a gay kid one day my brother and i didn't get along by the way he we still to this day we're not like buddies but we're like he's a good brother he's a protective brother but we're not like friends. Um, so we're bickering at the dinner table as was common for the two of us. It was just him, myself, and my mom. And I don't remember what we were talking about, but the apex of it came when my brother was like, yeah, well, Mikey's gay and he's dating insert name here. And I was just like, completely mortified like face turned red my mom just stopped us and was like everyone shut up and eat your dinner and we did not talk about it there was no more there was no like investigating in it and at this point i had been out to friends like as soon as i knew i told friends and didn't care and all my friends told each other and it was like very very easy it was just my family who hadn't had a conversation so anyway this happens and then no other word of it Come to find out later, by the way, my brother doesn't care at all that I'm gay. He once got into a, a fist fight with a guy for calling me a faggot, um, but it was just like a, a piece of. I know, isn't that sweet? Um, it was a piece of ammunition for him at the moment. You know, something to like just drop into the into the fight. In true, you know, bastard of a brother way. How did you meet the guy in your brother's grade? How did that become a thing? He was the only one of maybe five out kids I knew. It was all in the theater program because all the drama kids love to be gay and flamboyant and fabulous. And he approached me and I was like, okay, which feels a little, I'm using this word, but I mean it lighter, lighter than the definition of the word. A little predatory. It wasn't, I was into it, but he was like 17 and I was 14. And that's kind of, you know, it's not the same thing as 20 and 23. 17 and 14 is like a much bigger mind difference, but I've also always been kind of mature. Anyway, he was just around and, uh, I figured, why not? In the long run, it you know, there's no damage done. I, it was all very pleasant and good. There was no... I never felt anything but safe, so it was totally fine. So, fast forward, I'm 22, 20... Somewhere between 22 and 24, the years have all blurred. I'm at a bar with my whole family. My sister, mom, dad, and brother. And we're all a little drunk. And my sister finally decided to uh, uh, approach the topic. And she had... They all knew is the crazy like I know they all knew we all knew we all knew, but there was no discussion of it. So finally, she says, you know, a a few tequilas in. I have a question for you. So are you and she didn't know how to phrase it. So she did her best. Are you like, would you be more interested in dating like me or like Chris? So what she asked is if I'm more interested in my brother or my sister, like sexually, And I was like, um, is there like maybe a way you want to rephrase that? I'm happy to chat. I just think that's not where we want to start this conversation. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, are you gay? And I was like, yes, I'm gay. Duh. And and it was nice and easy. Now, this is the first, you know, time it had been uttered to a family member. And still my mom and my dad don't know. Although I found out later, my sister definitely said something to my mom and she just kind of like was waiting for me. All right, we're going to jump out of chronological order here. There's a couple missteps of trying to tell my parents and other family members. First and foremost, another embarrassing one, when it was like attempted out of me, a la my brother's situation at the kitchen table, my aunt's sister, aunt by marriage, so the sister is not related to me, is in the hospital. She had a serious thing, and I went to go visit with my aunt just to be supportive. The woman, her sister, in the hospital bed in you know kind of a medically induced stupor just asked me point blank i don't know this woman and she we hadn't really had a conversation she just goes are you gay and i was like i got uh um i can't i don't i said nothing i just like babbled for a second and walked away and my aunt like seeing that i was freaking out was like he's whatever so anyway the weather is like great today and she like she was did me the solid of moving along again she knew too we all knew i was like prancing around with a wand i would wear t-shirts as wigs like it was no surprise i went to school for musical theater everyone knew my dad had a like a pride t-shirt that he had like one time tried to be like look what i have as like a way to come out but i don't know that we need another detail of how they tried to coax me (laughs) so Around the same time, maybe a semester or two before, I was in a show at college called Bear, which is a pop opera about gay high school closeted kids at a Catholic boarding school. I was a star of it and I was really proud of it. It was really great music and I, I, <laughs> I loved it. And so I invited my mom and dad to come see it at my school. And they sort of took that invitation as like me trying to tell them something and after the show they were like is there is there something you like wanted to say to us and I was like no I don't I was so mad because I wanted that show to just be that show I wanted them to see me like doing a great part and not coming out via musical theater like how much gay? you're already gay you don't need to gay it up by adding a musical theater outing you know um so I, I rejected that offer and was like, no, there's nothing else I want to tell you. That was my moment. And I just let it go. All right. So we fast forward again. Just before you move on, I love the idea of like,
2: yes, there is something I want to say, but I'm going to go stand between these confetti cannons while I say it. Come with me just to kind of really set it yeah, up.
0: <laughs> exactly. There's a spotlight over there and there's a microphone and I will not tell you about it until I'm under that and behind that. Yeah, I, I refuse to take that super gay moment. Now we're in 2016, and I should preface this by saying my dad is in a whole lot of legal trouble that we've only just found out about. My mom is like stressed beyond belief, and her and I decide to go for coffee. And it also happens to be November 8th, 2016, which famously is the night Donald Trump got elected in America. So we have these two giant stresses. Me, I'm watching the returns come in showing that the world might be about to end and my mom dealing with the stress of like what is going on with my dad's legal situation so she is like crying over that i'm watching the stuff happen on tv and but in the middle of it we're kind of having a very serious conversation and she finally was just like by the way are you gay and i was like yeah but donald trump was winning she's like i know and your dad's probably going to prison so it like (laughs) was a full it just kind of got slipped in there without any it was like a Such a non-issue, especially when pinned up against real issues. I was like, ah, hmm, I have been making this something important. And like, it is so very blatantly not something important for us. Fast forward about a month. My dad is now about a week from being sentenced to prison. And that is a details you can get if you listen to my best friend's journal on Apple podcasts. (laughs) Um, And he had my brother and my sister and I all separately out to lunch. We were all living in New York at the time. And he was kind of doing a, a I want to say apology tour, but it wasn't apologies. It was more like a telling us for the first time that he's in deep shit. And when he had my little lunch appointment, first he was like, I just want to say, your mom told me you're gay. Great. Don't care. Anyway, here is what I'm here to tell you about. And again, another like, son of a bitch. I have been... toiling over this every single second that it could have been possible for 10 years. I remember one Christmas, we all had this like huge family fight and I was like, I I could just drop it in here and no one would even notice because it's already such a dramatic moment. So many times like that, like this musical in college, like the time my parents visited me at a theme park where I was sharing a room with a boy and they like knew who it was. And like, there were so many opportunities to tell them that I skipped out on because I didn't want to deal with that awkward thing that gay kids have to deal with which is when you tell people they immediately think about sex it's a it's a full sexual connotation that you don't want your parents and your family thinking about which is unfair because neither my straight sister nor my straight brother had to deal with this my parents never had to imagine them having sex and i hope they weren't imagining me having having sex either but it is just what i think is going on when they hear me declare to them my sexual preference you know so anyway i spent the better part of 10 years pulling a Band-Aid off that I could have ripped off in about 15 seconds and erased a whole lot of discomfort for myself.
2: Congratulations. I'm glad you made more of it than it needed to be. It's the gay boy thing. It's what we have to do. Why do it with just a boring statement when you can
0: perform? Absolutely. I was really drawing it out, getting as much attention from it as possible. Maybe in hindsight, I just wanted the attention and I was sad when it was um, so quickly deleted. Yes, you're gay. We get it. Anyway, moving on to more pressing issues.
2: oh i'm really impressed that your friends were so kind of like oh yeah sure when you were like 13 14 that's amazing well done there
0: nobody cared i grew up in the most like a pocket of liberal area upstate new york is generally pretty conservative but we're also close proximity to new york city so it there are like bits of liberal and my high school was huge very liberal teachers very liberal kids although it was super homogenous we didn't have a bunch of different types of kids um but yeah i was very lucky that i I never worried about it they were it was like fun for people they were like oh my god cool yeah we know a gay person great let's go shopping because all gays love shopping that's it's the law we have to yeah exactly that was like my very first annoyance with coming out with friends i was like okay i don't need to be set up with the only other gay person you know and i'm not going to go shopping with you but like sure lean into some of those stereotypes when it's fun for you as long as you don't you know As long as you're cool with me being gay
2: (laughs) so your school put on a play about a gay guy that like a musical theater production about a gay guy that seems like quite meta gay as well it is so meta gay like i'm from a very small town so our school plays were always like really boring shakespeare And things like that
0: well this was university to be fair so we had a little more room to be provocative but yes a very meta experience having my parents like watch me come out on stage but not come out to them in real life
2: (laughs) i mean maybe that was the big performance maybe that was your your big coming out and after that they were they kind of conflated real life with your performance on stage and they were just like oh we've seen this we know we we were there when you came out and you're like no no that was a play
0: (laughs) that's true maybe it was like a a slow tolerance kind of thing they, they're like we've seen this story play out a thousand times yes you've sort of come out forever we get it
2: <laughs> oh. did you ever have any follow-up with your aunt's sister when she was kind of like back to normal did she kind of go oh i don't remember doing that or oh yeah i, I thought i'd seen you in a gay bar or something random like that <laughs>
0: I did not have any follow-up with her, but with this same relative's uh extended family, there my uncle, her her husband, who's kind of like a macho Brooklyn type dude, like think taxi driver, the what's his Robert De Niro. One time I remember him like kind of catching himself after this incident. He was like, ah, oh, I just don't really get how, you know, someone could see a a hairy dude in a speedo walking down the beach and think, oh yeah, I want that ass. And I was like, ah. <laughs> and he, and then he was like, oh, but you know what? Like if you were gay, I wouldn't care. He's like, gay people are great. And I don't like, so he still, he caught himself and was like, okay, yes. Remember that moment. He's probably gay. doesn't want to tell us. And then with my grandma, who is um, this uncle's mother, my mom's mom, she is again, very conservative Spanish. And she, I never really came out to her. I'm assuming my mom told her, but she one time was all she cares about is having like a, you know, a normal nuclear life with what to her. It doesn't matter what genders that is. She's like, you can still get married. You can look at Ricky Martin. He's married. and He has kids. You can have kids like basically telling me I can have the things that she would like me to have. But still, the support was felt.
2: Yeah, that's nice. It's like, oh, I don't care if you're gay as long as I get great grandchildren. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Oh, yay. Which unfortunately I will not be delivering, but I can get her some great grand dogs.
2: That's good enough. I think I can kind of see where this is going to go. But what would your advice be to someone who is in a similar situation to you were for those 10 years?
0: Well, obviously, the first thing I will say is if it seems like it's going to be okay, then just come out huge caveat on that because you know there are people and situations and families where you know you're if you're under 18 or if you're still dependent on family that you do not think is going to continue supporting you then you have a harder decision to make perhaps maybe you have to wait until you have a little money and you can be on your own but if none of that is an issue if the only issue is in your head then let it out come out be gay and remove that issue so you can focus on more important ones like finding cute barmen. Yes.
2: And sucking dick in cars and things like that.
0: (laughs) Sucking dick in cars uh, and getting used to it until you don't have to wash your mouth out with uh, Listerine afterward.
2: A friend of mine at university would happily, of course, accept a blowjob from this guy he was dating, but would
0: then refuse to kiss him afterwards until he cleaned his teeth. That is so fucking bonkers. I was just listening to a podcast where someone said the same thing and I'm like... It's your own dick and there's more, like there's grosser bacteria in and around your mouth than on the skin of your dick, I promise you. As a final part of the
2: podcast, you get to plug your thing because we've all got to eat. So tell us about (laughs) your podcast.
0: So my podcast is called My Best Friend's Journal. It's available anywhere you get a podcast. And it is basically my best friend reads through my private journal that I've been keeping for eight years now, like every detail from boring to salacious. And we kind of just jump into the stories that excite us and don't leave anything out. And then along the way, he kind of gives us like his similar experiences. And we talk about a lot of gay stuff, uh, a little bit of politics, a little bit of family and friends, but mostly we just have a good old time. And I can recommend it.
2: It's lots of fun. Although I should say probably best not to eat while listening to it. Sometimes I've had to put my fork <laughs> down and, and walk away for a minute.
0: That is a good warning there. And also don't listen around children. It's incredibly not safe for work. We will talk about like puppies and then talk about autoanilingus. So the range of topics is wide. Autoanilingus, by the way, is not a real word. We assign that to if one could eat their own asshole. That's what we called it.
2: I started listening and then in one episode you said, oh, episodes six and 15 are by far the dirtiest. And I was like, all right, we're good to know. I'll just uh,
0: scroll back up and have a listen. Yeah, Um, I think 14 is pretty fucking vile. Um, It's it's out there. So now I have to live with the repercussions.
2: (laughs) I think that might have been the one that I was uh, I just sat down to breakfast and press play as I. I, Oh, all right. Let's put that down for a minute.
0: If you want to find more of me and my podcast, uh, you can check out my bestfriendsjournal.com, which also is mbfjpodcast.com or mattbomersabs.com because that um, URL existed and we took it. And you can check us out on Instagram at mbfjpodcast or email us at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com
2: was probably true the multi-award-winning storytelling podcast created to remind all of our queer siblings that we are none of us alone if you like what you heard and you want me to keep doing it you can support the show at patreon.com forward slash probably
0: true
1: if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers